and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist Jen Zaratti. I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer Aaron Labar. Welcome to the show. I feel like ludicrous today. <laughs> I have like my brain is going a million miles an hour. I'm gonna have the giggles. Yeah, my this is face is really hot. <laughs> B- buckle up, buckle listeners, up for the next 20 minutes, everybody. <laughs> um, we have lots to get to. We today. do have a lot to get to. Um, basically, the main focus of our show today is it's going to very be, self-indulgent. Is very self-indulgent, but it's going to be focused on a project that we did. Um, that is coming out in the paper uh tomorrow, yes. which is very exciting. Yes. Um, basically, we gave ourselves the best assignment in the world and ate our way through rural Manitoba. Yeah. So we'll give you some details about that. Yeah. Uh, and we're also going to plug another food related feature that's coming up mm-hmm. in the paper later this summer. And lovely Ben McPhee Sigurdsson, wine, books, drinks, everything editor at the paper will be joining us once again for the Budget Wine of the Month Club. So, Aaron, how was your week? I had a, well, it's been very busy every, like, for a lot of people, the summer is a very slow work period, but for us, <laughs> it's like a thousand percent busier than normal. So it, there's been a lot of stuff on the go, but I managed to squeak in a beach day. That's good. Was it your first beach day? I think my summer? second. Okay. Yeah. Um, at my aunt and uncle's cottage, uh, Twin Beaches, Man- Lake Manitoba. Beautiful. Yeah, it was really nice. It was a super hot day. I was super excited to be there. And then because I was so excited, I was not thinking strategically smartly and i forgot to reapply some sunscreen on the on the left side of my body only oh no so being a very fair-skinned human being uh i was burnt when i got home (laughs) to the point where like the strap line of my bathing suit was like neon white if that is even a thing <laughs> and then everything around it bright red oh man. and now it's Ginger been a few, yeah it's been a few days and so i've got the itchies it is unpleasant and you're allergic to aloe vera right i my skin does not react well to aloe no yeah so that's it's, it's a tricky situation um I don't know if I've, I've probably talked about my ankle tan. Yes. Your permanent. <laughs> yeah. Which I celebrated. It's permanent tan line. Celebrated its second birthday in May. It's still there. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, still look there. Look at that. It's still there. Oh, so I understand okay. how that, yeah. how that happened. You were a llama that day. I was a llama that day. So um, I have kind of a semi-regular column called Gen Tries where I try something I've never done before. And for this installment, which is also running in Saturday's paper, um, I decided to try being the Folklorama Llama, and, uh, right. which I suggested to my friend who works at Folklorama as a joke. And she was like, no, you're doing it. So then I <laughs> did it. Um, it was an interesting experience yeah, i hate mascots that is like one of the things that i it's like on par with clowns like i just don't like them. it was so hot i would imagine i couldn't i was only out in the costume which is like a full body costume mm-hmm, with Most clothes of, on top with clothes on top and the costume is like 95 percent fur <laughs> including gloves that kind of force your hand into like the vulcan salute <laughs> Oh my, like, I don't understand. I like, really wish there were, was video uh, accompaniment to the story. Oh my God. And then the clothes, because you can't have a naked llama. So there's like shorts and a polo t-shirt and like... Like llama size though. Llama size. Mascot sized. Yeah. Correct. Like the head of this mascot literally came up to my hip. <laughs> like it's, it was wild. And so the, the funniest thing that happened, so like, okay, so I interviewed this guy named Paul, 
who is usually the Falkarama Lama. Okay. He is again this year. He's been the Lama for several years. Several years. Okay. He's from Chile. And uh, so I was pumping him for advice because I'm like, you're an expert. You know what to do. And he was telling me about all his moves. So he likes to like pretend to exercise and hug and like do a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I could barely walk in this thing. Like walking was like an achievement. Oh, man. Also, giving out high fives when you don't have peripheral vision. <laughs> I am really like I didn't high five any kids in the face. Like it had to be like <laughs> low fives only because <laughs> the things you learn. Yeah. And then there's a little girl that walked by and she goes, hi, monster. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, she's talking to me. And then her dad was like, oh, she's a llama. Like, it's a llama. Like, he didn't know I was a she or a he. But right. Like, it's a llama. And then uh, I waved at her anyway, even though she's clearly very rude. But <laughs> <laughs> so that was basically the the. Uh, the highlight of my week and the other fun thing we did this week jen and i also carpool to work as if we don't mm-hmm. spend enough time together yeah we also drive to and from work almost every day together <laughs> so we were driving the other morning and we listened to hot 103 sometimes yes and uh chrissy troy was saying that her she and her boyfriend had begun the process of digitizing all of their cds and mm-hmm. her boyfriend then suggested that they get rid of the cds <gasps> and jen and i were aghast out, like aghast and they were Asking for listener feedback. So Jen whipped out her phone and texted Hot 103 um, that who we were and, and that they should never throw out the CDs. And then they read our text out on the radio, which, which was very exciting for us for some reason. was hilarious because I think they just weren't expecting to hear from free press music writers, former and present. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you did you ever digitize your... Oh, heck no. I don't have time for that. Yeah. Like I was thinking of like, not that I would ever get rid of CDs, but like I had flirted with that idea mm-hmm. but no and honestly cds as you said hard copy is the best copy amen so so i guess this is kind of also how was your week in a yeah way. well last week last week oh yeah oh my god time is flying <laughs> time by. is flying by yeah um so yeah back in probably I don't know, the winter time. Yeah. We pitched a story for the summer. Um, we wanted to explore the culinary scene that exists outside of the perimeter highway. I think sometimes we can get very focused on what's going on in Winnipeg, but mm-hmm. of course we have readers all over the province. Of course. And Winnipeg is a renowned restaurant scene, but there's also people doing really cool things in yeah. smaller cities and towns mm-hmm. and villages. So we, on the mail on weekend, we put out a call to readers to give suggestions of their I think we put a call out on the pod too yes we also put on a call on the pod so we kind of got a bunch of suggestions from a bunch of people everywhere which we so appreciated and a lot of them we had never heard of before which was also cool Mm -hmm. and we went to how many did we go to nine nine we ended up doing nine places within about a 90 minute periphery around the city like a radius radius Yes. yes um yeah so we basically spent three days last week driving and eating yeah and it was great it was so great uh i was just saying that it was probably my best three days at work i've ever had (laughs) yeah it was pretty awesome um it was awesome for a few reasons one the food we didn't have a bad bite in the bunch no not a bad bite in the bunch for sure Um, alliteration right yeah good i can't believe i was successful in saying that (laughs) if i was reading it aloud off of something it wouldn't have gone so well um but yeah the food so we didn't really have too much repetition. No, we did a lot of um, 
What am I? There's a lot of variety. Yeah, there's there a lot of different of, styles of food. Vegetarian, some yeah. barbecue, some pizza, some schnitzel. Yeah, schnitzel, you know, got all, all our bases covered. Exactly, pierogies, pickles, so lots of like regional yeah. cuisine. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I think people have this idea, especially like summer road trip food and summer rural road trip food, that it's like burgers and fries. Right. Which, of course, we did have some very good burgers and fries. Yes. But there's also... So many other things. Yeah, which was awesome. So what were some of your favorites? Um, I really... Well, I think both of our... One of our favorites for both of us was the Blue Haze Barbecue in Beausager. Yes. Oh, my God. That place, I dream. I dream about the pie. The, the pie. banana cream. Mile high banana cream pie will live in my dreams forever. It was so good. Like, I can't even... Our job is words, and I can't even verbalize how good that food was. It was just so creamy and delicious, and like I don't usually care about banana cream pie, but me neither. That was and a like little slice of meat. heaven. Just like so, I am a I love meat. That is not a secret, and I I was very into that location. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome, and it's like authentic Southern barbecue. Yes. So just, and like really reasonably priced. Yeah, like ten bucks for a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely. That was definitely a favorite. I also really loved, I mean, I loved all of our places, but I loved um, the two stops that we did, in, in one in Morden and one in Winkler. Mm-hmm. Back to back. So we went to the Olive Tree in Morden, which is a family-run restaurant uh, and children's toy and bookstore. And, you know, what's not fun about children's toys? There was a giant stuffed unicorn sitting on the shelf. I mean, Exactly. I thought that we actually pulled up to the wrong place when we walked in because yeah, it, it's yeah. like a toy store, right? Yeah. And then there's like the little cafe hidden at the back. But and- at that place, I had one of the best veggie burgers I've ever had. I am not partial to veggie yeah. burgers at all, and that thing was delicious. That was so good. The mm-hmm. husband and wife that own it, Kevin and Ashley Funk, um, they just decided to, like, I think she was on mat leave, and they were like, we want to mm-hmm. do something. Let's yeah. buy this place and do this. And um, her husband, who does everything in the kitchen, just really loved cooking, like never did it professionally. And yeah, and that he, was another huge theme. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah. Of like people not being classically trained and just saying, I like to cook. I'm just going to do this thing because this is what I want to do. Yeah. I think there was, I think almost everyone was almost like, every, eh, yeah. hey, why not? If a place they had grown up with <laughs> went up for sale, such as the case of the Timberline in Richer, Manitoba, yeah. or just an already established institution like Pizza Haven in Altona, where Ken Penner was just like, you know what? Like I wanted to own Get a restaurant. Yeah. It's for sale. It's got a good reputation, good customer base. Why not? Exactly. So it was really cool to hear stories like that. And it was also just a really nice reminder that travel doesn't need to involve an airplane. It's true. And you don't even have to leave. It doesn't involve leaving the province of money. You don't have to leave the province. Like I had such a good time just tootling around. And I honestly can't. I don't think I've been to, I'd say, 90% of those places that we had gone. I don't think I'd been to any, actually. What about Gimli? You've been to Gimli. I've been to Gimli, but I haven't been to... um, the Be- beach boy, boy where, i mean i meant ate. like location wise oh yeah like, i've never spent any time in morden or winkler or yeah the only Rose places Nord. i've had spent time in it's funny because i have kind of a journalistic connection to both bozager and rosenort bozager um when i did creative communications at red river and one of the assignments um and I don't know if they still do it, but they stationed us with a rural newspaper for the day. Okay. And there used to be two newspapers in Beausager really? that were like kind of rivals. Oh. Which is because it's pretty small. It right? is small, yeah. And we spent time with the staff reporter whose name was Bill. I don't know if he's still there, 
but he was like a full-on like fedora wearing like <laughs> reporter like everyone knew him and yeah, like he drove yeah. this like kind of like vintage car and he would like polish the hubcaps and he I love this but he had had like a hundred careers so it was just fascinating to get to know him yeah and then Rosenort that was the first uh that was the word that I failed a journalism assignment for spelling wrong oh I forgot the e Oh, so you wrote Rosnord. I did, and I got an F. Oh, man. I was trusting my 10-year-old source <laughs> and that he knew how to spell his hometown's name, but he did not. He did not. Uh, but yeah, you're right. I don't think I had spent really any time in any I of these I think it places, also helped, so. too, that we had really good weather for the most part. Mm-hmm. So all of these like highway stretches were very idyllic, and it was just like a fun way to spend a few days, for sure. And I like it's funny and uh, for someone posted this someone who I'm friends with posted this uh, on Instagram as well uh, had just done something similar like a rural road trip and was talking about how like yeah if anyone thinks the prairies are boring like they're nuts they're not looking up like it's really beautiful yeah so I guess the whole point of the story is to encourage our readers and our listeners to take a day trip outside the city, go somewhere where you haven't been before. Cause there's so many different cool places to go that are just a day drive. Like they don't, you don't have to commit a weekend or a week or whatever to doing this kind of thing. Exactly. And chat up the places that yeah, everyone that- is so nice and they love to hear when people have heard about them from, from word of mouth or from the paper or whatever. And they love to know when people are coming from out of town to see them. So the whole spread, which yes. is like, and oh, the other thing I wanted to mention about the story <laughs> that was kind of different for us is we also handled, so we did all the interviewing, logistical planning and writing, yeah. Yeah. but we also did a lot of our own photography this time, which was <laughs> kind of new for us because yeah. um, our editor, Scott Gibbon, sent us out with a Pentax camera, which is like a modern Polaroid. Polaroid. Yeah. Because um, he's like, you know, it's probably like, it's a good idea, like road trip vibe, whatever. So yeah. I think it was his teenage daughter's Pentax. So, so. thanks to Scott's teenage daughter for Thank loaning you us for loaning us that. we took good care of it i promise we did you were much better at taking polaroids than me. <laughs> <laughs> but you were better at the selfie the polaroid selfie is incredibly difficult it is it really is but i'm super pleased with how the photos turned out me too I think it's a really interesting look and i'm so excited to see how it looks in print on saturday i'm pretty sure it'll be online today yeah but print saturday and then there's another food feature. There is another huge food feature coming of which down we the participated. Pipe. We both. It's been a very uh, food heavy summer for us. <laughs> Basically, if it involves eating, we're doing we're it. We're doing it. So, so um, I'm not sure exactly what. I don't think the headliner has been has been decided upon yet. But I think the the working title was food for thought. Mm-hmm. Um, basically. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to explain this. Basically, like a team of reporters yes. was dispatched and there was like 24 different assignments. Yes. 24 um, assignments. And I don't know how many reporters, but I think probably close to 24. Yeah. I think a couple people doubled up. But. I think so, too. Um, but 24 assignments anyway, one for every hour of the day that kind of between captured midnight between midnight and, and 1159 of one whole day. Exactly. Yeah. So we went out on July 13th and um, I had the 5 a.m slot slot, um (laughs) which involved going to a bakery Mm -hmm. you did a later i had a 1 to 2 p.m slot which uh i went to a summer camp at you like mini U at u of m because they have a kids cooking program there oh cool so that was my my slot so yeah so basically it's a huge feature that kind of has like 24 different vignettes from around the city kind of exploring food telling the story of a day through food yeah how we're fed how we cook how we bond how we celebrate, how we mourn, all those things um, are 
kind of ideas that we explore in that future as well. So. Yeah. So that's going to be an absolutely huge, huge, huge project. Um, and that is scheduled to go to print sometime in mid-August, later in August. So definitely keep your eye out for that one. Uh, we have Ben McPhee Sigurdsson back once again. Hi. Welcome, Ben. Thanks. <laughs> what do you have for us today in Budget Wine of the Month Club, even though this uh, isn't really wine? Well, yeah, it's not wine. Um, what did we do last time? We did wine in a can? Yeah, we did wine in a can. Well, we got some cans in the house again and one <laughs> one glass bottle. Um, and Thanks for that stock <laughs> taking there. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, it, it, people can't see them, so I figured I would at least provide some explanation. So we've got... Uh, the Cabana Coast Cucumber Gin and Tonic. Fun fact. My mom's maiden name is Cabana. Um, really? Yes. That is a fun fact. Yeah. Her name is Gail Cabana Coldwell. Um, she used to work there. Anyway, moving on. Um, next, we have the Georgian Bay uh, Vodka Smash. So that is a uh, refreshing blend of Georgian Bay vodka, lemon, lime, grapefruit, and mint, lightly carbonated. Not too sweet. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah, it does. I've had the gin smash before from them, and it's quite good. But I wanted to do three different sort of what kind of, of alcohol. Sorry, what kind of alcohol percentage are we looking at here? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so the first one is seven percent. That's a the gin and tonic, the Cabana Coast Cucumber Gin and Tonic, uh, and this should probably be dry. I've tried a couple of their other cocktails in a can, which is a really it's a huge growing category, the beverage alcohol it's called, I think, um, category, and uh, these pre-made cocktails seem to be like mm -hmm. leading the charge um so we've got gin and tonic they also make like a moscow mule and a uh, a couple other ones i think but uh, and then the georgian bay there's a vodka smash the gin smash i think maybe one or two more and then the, the last one it's sort of less of a cocktail and more of just like a cooler it's uh, the jack daniels uh, watermelon punch. That one's five percent, and uh, it is a whiskey-based beverage. Are Jack Daniel's coolers a new thing? Because no. I'm trying to think if I've ever even seen one. No, I don't think so. I think they've been around for a few years. Yeah, couple, yeah. yeah, definitely. I, I feel like I've I can remember drinking one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might have reviewed this one in the past, or maybe a fruit punchy one. I can't remember. I associate coolers with rum and vodka usually. Definitely, and and gin is a, is a new sort of like uh, one uh, with all these craft cocktails. I think gin is becoming a lot more popular as well. There's also seem to be seems to be a movement towards these sort of like we were talking about just before we started recording these. Um, sort of very lightly flavored low alcohol not low alcohol but more like low calorie mm -hmm. sort of smaller can um one's called social light the other one i can't remember what it's called but it's like just barely flavored and you know they're okay if you're like worried i guess about caloric intake and stuff like that mm -hmm. but i don't know they don't really have and a sugar lot of, too they yeah, have a lot less yeah, sugar yeah. i think that's sort of more the hook you know what else i don't have very much of taste flavor <laughs> <laughs> flavor uh, all right let's do the first one shall we yeah the cabana coast cucumber oh, nice. gin and tonic 473 ml can it is 375 it'll be available all of these will probably be available at liquor marts um i went to the one up near the free press and went to their big uh cooler which is called the cold zone and uh <laughs> brr, and uh found most of them found most of them refrigerated so and they also should be at uh, some beer vendors as well, because they're allowed to sell these these beverages as oh. well. So yeah, very handy. Ooh. That's good to know. Actually, I wouldn't yeah. have thought that they would be at a beer vendor. Yeah, for sure. Like not not maybe not all of them, but like some of the ones with a better selection. For the segment sure. is always so full of tips, knowledge, knowledge, and booze. 
Well, it smells good, actually. Like, yeah. very citrusy. That's yours. That's yours. Go ahead. Yeah, I have the little plastic I'm not a cup. gin drinker, typically. It, it, you don't like the smell? No, you made a horrible it's okay. face. It's okay. It was just, it was not what I was expecting. And <laughs> yeah, it smells like 7-Up like like with, like, a splash of gin. Yeah, yeah. Very, like, the botanicals from the gin. Gin is, uh, that's sort of the thing that drives the flavor of gin is botanicals. That's why some people like certain gins and, other, and not others or whatever. I am new to gin yeah. with, like, since turning 30, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. and? Because like I feel like I've one? exhausted a few other types of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and or there are traumatic uh, associations with yeah. them. Yeah, I've got a few of those. Um, yeah, and I like it. But it's definitely something that like my palate has developed. You can like. definitely smell the cucumber, hey? A cucumber is not something I would normally put in a gin and tonic myself. but Right, and typically a cucumber doesn't have like a huge amount of flavor when it's added to things like this. Mm-hmm. But I can mm-hmm. really taste it in this. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, probably with these... The best bet would be, you know, serve them super chilled, which they're pretty chilled, and then serve them with ice, too. I would also serve them with probably slices of cucumber in it. Yeah. I would probably serve them with a slice of lime in them because I like that flavor a little bit better, that citrusy flavor, so I would like to have more of that. I sometimes find cucumber-flavored things not terribly accurate, but this is good. Yeah. I wonder if it's... It must be real cucumbers in it, right? Let's take a look. Fun fact for me, cucumbers are my favorite vegetable, but I hate pickles. Weird. Made with craft. That is a fun fact. Cucumbers are also my dog's favorite vegetable. You should be, well, we had talked about me bringing in possibly a Caesar can, so you should be glad I didn't uh, do that because that would be more along the pickly side. Uh, Made with craft. More for me. Made with craft distilled gin, fizzy tonic water, cucumber, lime, and a hint of mint for a refreshing cocktail that is not too sweet. I would agree with that. It's not too sweet. It's a little bit sweet, but not much. Yeah, I find it. A little sweet, but not yeah. cloyingly so. I don't know mm-hmm. that I could do a whole can, but... If it was hot and I was sitting on a deck and it was in a glass with some ice, I could do it. I would do it. Well, I'm definitely having no problem drinking it right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's... Yeah. And and 7% alcohol probably would be helped with a little bit of ice, just to sort of like... Because if you did a can of that, just sort of like without ice and just on its own, you'd be like feeling it. Yep feeling it i don't yeah again i'm not a gin drinker but i i don't mind this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can carry on with yours i'm just gonna get ready for the next one here um i have to drive later so i gotta be right so do i responsibility yeah so this one is did i say it was five percent alcohol uh the perfect cocktail simply pour over ice or enjoy straight from the can serve cold okay so we're doing we're not doing the ice but uh that's okay this one comes from i don't know george it's made with georgian bay vodka uh probably from oh from a little town called toronto uh and it's 349 <laughs> for a 473 ml can there we go that'll sound that'll nice sound audio. good thanks thanks not my first rodeo oh there we go yeah see i can't i only have two hands so i can't this one is also clear sorry the first one i should have mentioned is clear yes. i don't know not that it really matters but um uh, like try almost unsettlingly clear yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, that's what I find with a lot of these cocktails. They're not, they don't have a, they don't look like much. This one already smells way sweeter to me. Yeah. Yeah. It smells like, uh, it doesn't have a, like, it smells like, um, like artificial fruit. Yeah. Like you know le- what I mean? I was just going to say lemon candy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's that face for, Jen? It's, uh, what's that called when it has like that sort of pucker feeling in the back of your jaw? Yeah. Like just what you're doing. Sour. <laughs> 
I love that though. I love that. I like it. Yeah, I do too. I, I prefer I hate s- sour things, as most listeners of our pod will know. I guess that's where pickles come in too, like, right? Ugh, this makes <laughs> my tongue feel like it's furry, and I don't oh, like it. Sorry, I knew this was gonna be sour because I've had the vodka <laughs> smash, and I, I actually like I did a lineup of coolers for a, a column a month or so ago, and and I put it in my mouth, and it was just like that face imploding puckering face yeah. or whatever but it, like in a good way i really enjoyed that i i really like this too yeah, i like I how much i like how um much you can taste the mint actually mm-hmm. it actually tastes yeah. more like a mojito to me it, than yeah yeah like um, it has that kind of vibe mojito, what's in mojito? tequila no oh my god mm. come on i want to say gin Mojito is white rum. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. They should use, I wonder if Jeez, they... Jeez, how am I the only one in this room no, that knows that? No, I know. That? I had a, I don't, uh, just, <laughs> just a mental kidding. block. But but you're right. <laughs> it, I bet if you did something like this and with rum, it would be so good. Mm-hmm. Well, it would be a mojito, pretty much. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'm in the minority here. If you if yeah. you like sour things, you'll be fine. But if you're like me and are not a sour fan, yeah. maybe don't do this one. Yeah, like if you were a fan of like fun dip and like... Um, like like sour like sour peach candy. Well, it doesn't taste like sour peach, but like sour candies. If uh, also too, if you're someone that can handle eating grapefruit that yes. has no sugar on it, yes. then this is probably yes. the right uh, flavor totally. for you. Totally, yeah, totally, totally agree. All right, okay. we'll just pretend that I dumped that out. <clears throat> and the last one is the Jack Daniels watermelon punch i like that it says right above watermelon it says artificial flavor in all caps it's five percent alcohol it's 296 ml bottle and it is 224 plus taxes and i guess the, whatever the deposit is i don't know if i can do this with one hand i'm not sure if it's a twist off either so you hang on to that aaron you're a whiskey whiskey drinker i do like a good whiskey <laughs> Ben is ripping the skin of his hands off trying to open this bottle. No, I do. I like whiskey. Um, I recently introduced Jen to whiskey ginger lime, which is my favorite summertime drink. It's so good. I lear- I first had that in the Jameson Distillery in Dublin. That's how they serve it there. You can either get it straight or you can get a whiskey with ginger ale and a lime wedge. And it is so refreshing and I love it. Yeah, because I was kind of, since I kind of became almost exclusively a wine drinker, I didn't really have a bar drink anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and like when I was in my 20s i had like rum and coke right which is now so disgusting to me um so yeah i was pleased to i was pleased that you shared that with me um this smells like radioactive watermelons <laughs> it's like watermelon jo- jolly ranchers it's or like yeah w- or melted watermelon freezy basically yeah. it has yeah. that sort of like cloying sweetness yeah like i can almost feel you know when you or like slurpy it, t- if, it smells like yes. that watermelon slurpy yeah yeah had. totally like or you know like, oh no <laughs> When um, uh, you get like a watermelon jelly rancher and you put it in your mouth, like I can almost feel that sticky feeling on my teeth from a watermelon jelly rancher. Yowch, that is sweet. It's almost like thick. Oh. <laughs> this oh. is. Oh. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't necessarily mind the actual flavor. No. But it's the sweetness and like sort of the weird texture. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. It seems yeah. weirdly thick to me. Yeah. Not carbonated enough, maybe. It's totally not carbonated enough. It's too syrupy. Yeah. That's the it, texture. This one. Syrupy. Good word, Jen. This one requires, I would say requires ice. Like it just, it's too cloying kind of like it's sweet and heavy and, 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 heavy. and maybe like something to give it more bubbles, like either soda water or yeah more booze it needs effervescence for sure sparkling wine <laughs> but heavy was a Just good word to, out there heavy is a good word to describe it I yeah c- there's no way you could drink more than mm-hmm. one or two of these even if you were thirst ridden oh man that's not thirst quenching at all i mean the other two are sort of 
they're lighter in appearance. This one is like I should mention it's like electric pink. Electric it's cranberry. It's interesting. Much like cherry, the flavor watermelon mm-hmm. is so different from the actual fruit watermelon. Yeah. Like, like cherry, banana, right? Like banana. the cherry flavored thing. Same with banana. Yeah. Like there's a few flavors that like the artificial flavor is its own thing. And that's yeah. what this is. Totally. Totally. Like green apple too. Like green mm-hmm. apple candy. Like, ugh. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can endorse that one. Well, the ingredients on this one are not uh, carbonated water, glucose, fructose, Tennessee whiskey, alcohol, not because Tennessee whiskey wasn't good enough. Uh, natural and artificial flavor, citric acid, potassium sorbate, sodium benzoate, allura red, tartrazine, and brilliant blue FCF. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That sounds awful. It sounds like something, I don't know. It, it, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't sound very edible. But Yeah, I want, like, I would love a lipstick in that shade, but mm-hmm. no, I don't really want my <laughs> beverage Ni- to be done. so, so bright. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it also almost has, like, that sort of smell of, like, a kid's lip balm or something like, like that. Like, lip smackers, for sure. Yeah. Lip smackers, yeah. 100%. It pretty much is. Um, yeah, it's so sweet. Yeah, so if you're looking for some cocktails in a can for your August long weekend, I think Co- Co- Cabana Coast was probably... That was really good. It was good. What was the second? I don't know the uh, brand Georgian of the second. Bay. Georgian Bay. Yeah. That was also good. They're both sort of in tall white and bluish-ish. No, whitish with sort of very light sort of cocktail-y looking they were, colors. And they were quite refreshing. Yeah. Jack totally. Daniels, not so much. No. No. I mean, you could dump this into a watermelon, I guess, with some vodka and... I don't know, put Juice, a spout yeah. in it or something. I, I don't yeah. know. Do, is that what kids do these days? I have I, no idea. I don't know, Ben. We're old ladies. Oh, my God. We're old ladies. <sighs> oh, well. Well that's, well, that's it for this month's edition. Yeah. What should we well, do next month? I don't know. You have to mull it over. September? Yeah, I'll be getting Back close to, to fall. <laughs> Whatever you do, please do not bring in any pumpkin beers because I hate pumpkin. No, I don't. I'm not a big fan either. So, so. think about it because it'll be fall by then. That's true. Oh, God. That's sad. I know. Mm. Um, Thanks for, for having me. Yeah, you're wel- you're welcome. You're welcome anytime. Um, we'll be back obviously next week. We will. You can find us on social media. You can. I'm at Jen's Ratty on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Nye Rabble on Instagram and Twitter. And you can email us. Please do email us questions, suggestions, whatever at Barry the Lead at WinnipegFreePress.com, including questions for the advice segment, which we will be re- reviving soon. And we will see you next week. Bye.